This is a headgum podcast. Welcome back to Buckets, 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 everybody do it in a shoot a basketball, put it in. Buckets, 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 pass that ball and throw it up. Bolly oop time, it's a mere Blumenfeld. Put in his sneakers and run down the court. Throw my ball, it's time to show him your short balls. Your short balls and the buckets. Billy's here too, and everybody's having fun. Billy's stronger than a mirror. Mirror is like a pipsqueak. Everybody knows that Billy could lift up a mirror, and everybody knows how Billy works out. A mirror doesn't really. Billy is strong. A mirror is a chipmunk. Everybody knows it's time to take the ball, shoot it through the hoop, and now we got a bucket. I was literally going to say the same thing. You can bucket buckets. All right, yes, that voice you accidentally heard was Ben Schwartz, who's here with Billy Scafuri. We were going to talk about basketball. Ben was in the area and said, you know what? I have to come on the show. I, I have, have to come on. I have talk. to wear a mask and I have to come on. That's right. I don't trust either one of your decisions, both of you guys. Really? I think you're, yeah, I think you're very cavalier. I feel like I earned enough goodwill with you that you can trust me. That's decisions. true. I trust Billy. I definitely don't trust him here. Do you play in this basketball league he plays in, Billy? Yes. Oh, so I don't trust either of you guys. You guys oh, you're saying play... from a health standpoint? Yeah, from a health yeah, standpoint. Yeah, that's why he's wearing a mask. Oh, I wouldn't trust me from a health yeah, standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm wearing yeah. a mask. Okay. But let me say this. Okay. Respect both you guys. Only heard the first episode of this because I think I was on the first episode. That's right. Uh, but so what happens on the show now? Do you guys just talk about like kisses? I'm sorry, kisses? Yeah, like fun kisses and movies and TV shows. No, it's it's still about basketball. Oh, so this one's specifically about because I guess Titanic cr- has a good one. Do you guys bring that one up? You're really getting hung up on this kisses thing. Yeah, not really, kisses, not kisses. Basically, whenever something important like a close, happens, a like close, no, not related not, to kisses. Just, he said just not about kisses, basketball. Or is it like just a kiss NBA that's about games. to happen, but it's close? No kissing, happen? no kissing, just basketball. I guess that'd be like in those comedies when they're about to kiss and someone interrupts. Them. <laughs> no, it's not even. So a what's your favorite one of those? I would say just like shake off the whole kissing thing, start yeah. fresh, like start a whole new perspective on this. Yeah, it's not kissing. What is it, Amir? Did you watch Game 7s yesterday? I only watched the last little bit. I watched it in the third quarter and saw Dallas was up 100 points. Yeah. And I didn't understand how that was possible. And then uh, I think I texted you and you said something like... I got a lot of text that was just like, so how did this happen? What what's, is what's happening? happening? What yeah, is how happening? How did this happen? Right. It's like, I don't know. One team made a lot of shots and the other team just sort of gave up. But there was a lot of tweets happening quarter. from like basketball experts like the Zach Lowe's of the world, Bobby Marks, where they were like, this is the greatest defensive performance I've ever seen oh, in the history of basketball. And was it? I don't know. It was... I couldn't felt, tell if it was horrible offense or great defense or both. Or it had to be both. It was when broken. a team is up by like ninety-one to twenty-seven, yeah, it's probably a combination of both: yeah. great defense and terrible offense. But Phoenix was spiritually broken. Uh, did you watch the Milwaukee Boston game? No, I was. Uh, I was not. I have a I hurt. I hurt my neck, so I was trying to figure out how to fix it. Got it. You hurt your neck, so you weren't able to watch television. No, I, went, I got a massage, which I never get. But uh-huh. uh, it was in so much pain at night the night before. I had to find a way to massage it out. Can we tell you what happened? I could figure it out. Okay. Milwaukee lost by seven or eight or something like that. Uh, they lost 13. by 30, yeah. 30? Yeah. No, they didn't. Yeah. Yes. But last time I saw it, I like halftime. They were only down five. Yeah, they were down two five and a half. Two halves. There are two thing. halves. Yeah, like two the half, second half. It was more of a Boston Celtics festival. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, you love the Lakers. Yes. More than anything. Uh, sure. Billy and I are Knicks fans. Right. Okay. And I guarantee Billy and I have both watched a winning time and you have not. That's, uh, no, Billy hasn't. Why? I pulled out. <laughs> How many episodes did you give it? I probably shouldn't talk about it on air. Okay. It's really, it's devastating. I enjoyed it. You loved it? it? I enjoyed the series. Yeah. You only gave it one episode? I gave it two. Wow, and it wasn't good enough for you. I wouldn't say good enough. It wasn't right for me. Let's wow. put it that way. It wasn't right. I think perfect if you stick fit. with it, you'll be happy. That's, you know what? To the show's credit, everyone has said that. By the way, so who do we have? We have we have Warriors and we have um, Warriors Dallas. Warriors, Luka. Dallas. Any so Luka, team could win. Any team could win the NBA championship. 
I don't know the last time I said that. Watching the games yesterday, I was struck by, I was like, I can't even remember who's already made it to the next round. It's like, it feels like devoid of super duper stars this year. Yeah. Which actually makes it like, who are the teams that well, have made it this far? It's Luca and Tatum are like the big stars that are left. Right. Luca, by the way, was well, no, What are you talking insane. about? Steph Curry's in there? That's true. What are you talking about? Clay Thompson's in there? Yeah. <laughs> These are Hall of Famers. Draymond yeah. Green is probably a Hall of Famer. But they're all, I guess they're on the decline of their life versus like uh, a Giannis who's still in it, Embiid, Jokic, all those MVP frontrunners are no longer in there. That was the first game yesterday, the Dallas game, where we've all heard and have been told Luca's the best basketball player. He's the second coming of Jordan. It'll come. We'll see it all. That was the first game where I saw it and I was like, holy shit, I finally get what everyone else has been He's seeing. incredible. Players, his secret power is his strength. He's People incredible. bounce off of Luca in ways, and I know we've talked about it before, like he really works on his balance. His whole thing. Oh, really? His whole gameplay is I'm never going to be on the wrong side of my foot. I'm always going to be, so I can play slow. Oh, that and makes just, sense. Think about all his step backs. He, all his, exactly. His like free throw step backs when he drives to the lane, when he just shifts his weight. But the guys, no one can just body him. It's so weird. And He's so yesterday incredible. was so fun to watch this guy who was like, I never understood what makes you so great. Be so great and absolutely kill the I Western love Conference champions. Him. Well, that's what they say. If they have a chance against the Warriors, it's because the Warriors have nobody that can guard. Like if Steph Curry or Draymond, Poole, Draymond grabs him, but mm. Draymond usually grabs the like the biggest center type guy. If he if Draymond's the center, but who's that going to be then? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, and they, isn't Kristaps not even playing? He's no, on the Porzingis is on the Wizards. Oh, right. He's in they traded for Dinwiddie, who's kicking ass too. Oh god, he's so fun to watch. He we loved thirty yesterday. We yes. love Dinwiddie. Yes, Dinwiddie's great too. We love a, a Brooklyn boy. But they're saying that like if Steph Curry or Jordan Poole are on the court, then they'll just bring that guy up to screen for Luca, and then Luca will get Curry. Yeah, and Luca has and he'll just slowly pounds. drive through him, Kyle Anderson style, just like right. You can't stop me right. because I'm thick and sweaty. Yeah. And so they I'm have to run past him. That's it. Sweaty. Do you have to just run him to death? I guess, but he seems to be in shape and also playing well defensively now. Yeah, it's really. Does weird that team to win? No, they could do. They they let them score. They had like fifty at half. Or you something have like to that. bet they, your they... house. You have to bet your house. Who do you bet it on? You have I, to bet. I can pull up the odds. Bet. Actually, I don't want to see the odds. I want to ask you guys. Okay, but Very I, I at question. least want to show the value. Because I would probably say Warriors just because they've been there. It's the only team that's been there. Hmm. And Carr has the antibodies now. Is that true? Yeah, he Curious just came back from COVID, you know. so he's, he's sitting pretty. He's stronger than ever. Uh, okay. The, give, give us the odds. The Warriors are title favorites right now, mm -hmm. uh, plus 125. If you bet $100, you get 125 back. Not worth it. Oh. Uh, Boston's two at plus 190. You get bet 100. If they win, you get 190. Wow, Close, that's, a, that's a way better bet. Closer yeah. than worth it. Miami, four and a half to one. Sheesh. Yeah, you no bet 100, respect. you get 450. No respect. You bet 100, Dallas you get 450? Dallas is six to one, yeah, six a hundred dollar bet wins six hundred dollars. Are you serious? Yeah. Should we bet right now? It seems like if you think any of these teams could win, you might as well just take the long. I agree odds. for like, sure. And the team that just absolutely pummeled the Western Conference champions last right. year, like so just killed them. The question is, is Dallas that good, or was Phoenix that overrated? And what does Vegas know? Because they, they do know something by making they those do lines. know something. They, they do know. What? They think that just like Ben said, oh, the Warriors are the Warriors, and right. Steph. And I agree with will that. Figure it out. But man, if they get by, if they get by the Warriors, they win. I think. If they get by the Warriors and the Suns, in theory, they should be favored against either of these. The Boston six to one teams. odds. I would grab that in a heartbeat. It's pretty exciting. You're already sort of rooting for Luca. Um, at least I am over the Warriors. I don't need to see Draymond win again. No, they no. already won enough. There has been. Let's just pivot off the playoffs for one second. Draymond and Patrick Beverly have like 
gone like pseudo media. Have you like seen all of their pull I quotes that, that they've been doing? Going bananas. He went on a. He just went on another run today. He's just going on. These guys are just going on ESPN now and just becoming like media members. Well, but Draymond like, has his own pod. Yes. Pat Bev has to go on ESPN. Yes, but like there's still like, is it weird? Like that these guys have like taken on these like pseudo media roles and like talking shit about players. Like it does feel a little like reality television. Yeah, it's very like media trolling. has won. Like media has won. And like we used to have these guys on like pedestals where it's like you could talk your shit, but not to and with and for ESPN where yeah. you just talk oh, shit. Interesting. You know, it just feels like a little like we're going down a path that is getting a little gossipy and weird. Well, and well you saw what Pep Bev said about Chris Paul, right? Say it. So <laughs> Chris Paul. Shit the bed in game seven. Mm-hmm. Everyone's questioning his legacy, kicking him while he's down. Pat Bev goes on first take eight hours after the game ended. And was yes. like, when NBA players play against Chris Paul, we party the night before. We know we can torch this guy. He said he's a cone. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a God. cone. When we play against Steph Curry, you know, it's like, I'm shutting off my phone at 8 p.m. Don't talk to me. I uh-huh. have to focus. Uh-huh. Chris Paul is a cone. Oh, by the way, Pat Bev is not. Pat Bev is not an all star. Like no. he just. Talks he's an incredible like, defender, though. He's, he's an, an incredible defender. defender, and I think he knows that half of his like next contract is going to be born in how big can I build my brand right now? Oh, okay. you think it's like, he, oh, it's like good for his. So I think he talks session. better than most, or at least he talks in such a way that it creates such a groundswell that he's like, oh shit, this is also something I could do better than all of my peers, oh. and I might have a longer career if I like just. Do this too. Or is it a post-basketball career thing where it's like, I want to build my brand so that when I retire, now suddenly I'm getting paid like $8 million just to talk about basketball. I mean, I think it's it could be a little bit of both. But he is definitely like, to your point, that's he's such not an a, interesting thing to think about. Even the idea of they're building media brands before they're yeah, wow. and like Draymond has a podcast where he's like in the post game show. He's like, I don't feel comfortable talking about this. Like my close personal friend died. I will be recording a podcast later. Listen to that. It's so yeah, and they're like the the first couple that have come out and started doing this are like Caddy, which is like kind of like the cheap start, you know, where it's like the JJ Reddicks retired and now they can almost like have this perspective. But the ones that are doing it now, specifically I Patrick Bev, yeah, he's incredible. He he's not trying to make a splash. He's speaking facts, but at least the Pat Bev, it's like you're 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 like a gossip monger. This is feeling like reality TV in a weird way. Yeah, well, that's what he, sort of Pat Bev is almost known for. He's like his talking and his right. antics more than his actual play. Right. But like, did he wasn't he like a thirty point scorer coming out of college or? Pat Bev? Yeah, like no, I think, I don't he think ha- so. What really? college did he go to? I don't know. I just thought that he had like a window in time pre NBA where he like was asked to be an offensive guy. Like he did he play on like a USA Olympics team or Maybe. something? I thought he went to Russia. Uh he played in Arkansas. I'm gonna head out. All right, later guys. Uh really fun to see you guys. I <laughs> guess you I'll, really um, hate Pat Bev. This well, is no, crazy. I love Pat Bev. I hate that you're talking trash about him. I think he works really hard. <laughs> I think you guys are great. Thank you. Anything Th- else that we need to talk about before I leave? Uh did you want to make a bet, a futures bet? Oof. Real money or fake money? Uh it could be real fake money. Uh, if I was to bet right now, I like, I like, if I, if I don't bet very often, but when I do, I like longer shots. Yeah. $500 on the maps to so win 3000 That's so much money. To win 3000 That's really good. But 100 to make 600 sounds amazing. That sounds fun. All right, we'll talk. All right, guys. Great to talk to you. And this is the episode. No, nope, we are going to continue on right. and talk about All basketball. Right. <laughs> you know how to get out of here though, right? I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. Ben just walked into the bathroom. No, you don't have you to do knock to get out. when Hello. one leaves. Just hit that handle. Hello. Hit that handle. Yeah. Who was that? Guy's drunk. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it is? He doesn't have caffeine ever, and I think he had consumed half of a tea. I saw him drinking half of a tea. He was buzzing. (laughs) And then he crashed. He crashed, Mid-convo. He said, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Well, the guy's drunk. (laughs) On half. He's getting high on his own supply. That's right. Um, 
I don't even know where to pick up again. Where did we leave off? I almost feel like you start from the top. Really? <laughs> who, okay. Who played yesterday and what happened? Milwaukee, Boston. Boston kicked Milwaukee's ass, and I'm afraid they might win the championship now. Yeah, it was fun to watch you and uh, Jesse, a friend of the pod. Laker uh, fans. Um, actively Bringing sink. Like, it was just a sinking ship. Because when your team loses, all you have less, left is to root for your rival's mm-hmm. demise. Mm-hmm. And you guys actually root for your rivals' goodbyes more than any other fan base I've ever experienced before. Like, I've that never seen true. Knicks fans start to hate. Like, at some point, we're just like, well, we're out. Right, But, exactly. like, you guys are really committed to the game yeah. and to at least finding micro wins in your ecosystem. Yes, exactly. Or, like, just through gambling. Like, I'll right. put $18 down on the Celtics losing, so now I'm even more invested. Right. So what exactly happened in the second half? What changed? Was it that Milwaukee just wasn't hitting shots, or was it that Boston was just dominating them. Yeah, Boston had that home court seventh game energy mm-hmm. and their legs didn't get tired and uh, I think Milwaukee sort of ran out of gas. Yeah, they yeah. just ran out of gas. Yeah. They needed a third star. Kind yeah, of. and they had one and he was on the bench right. and his knee didn't work. Because like Grayson Allen was playing big minutes. Like there was guys was out there okay. at some point where you're like, I remember George Hill was out there at one point and I was yeah. just like, George Hill? Oh yeah. no! Yeah. Like desperate times. Well, that's why I thought Phoenix would be so good. It's like they're not relying on two stars to do everything. Yes. The Suns, I thought, were like the perfectly well-oiled machine yes. that would run through the entire playoffs. Yes. And <laughs> even like lost. the Mikhail Bridges stopped yeah. yesterday. Yes. And the my strangest thing, when I was at home watching by myself and talking to myself, trying to make sense of what is happening, I was like, where's the leadership? At some point, you have enough guys on this roster that someone in a timeout is going to start screaming at his teammates. No, or like, there was like, none of that. It was so much shoulder shrugging. Like, Spiritually broken, I think is what you said. Yes, and they <laughs> absolutely were. Like They would like throw a turnover, it'd be a fast break transitional dunk, and they would just like, no one reacted. Yeah. They're just like, all right, let's just check like check the ball. But it was like, like why it was, aren't it you? Was also, it was also game seven. It's not like they were about to get swept on the road. Exactly. Game seven at home. You should already be on a nine yeah. and hope, you hope that your crowd <laughs> takes you to a 10. Right. And the crowd was booing them at the end of the second quarter. Which is Booing. Yeah, which is rare in Phoenix. Phoenix is just like, we support our sons through thick and thin. Sure. We haven't been this good in a while. Like, this right. is just fun to be here. This was like, poor performance. Why? <laughs> Why? Know, and it didn't get better. They came out of half and they just lost the third quarter. More. When you're and down more. by 30 and, and you lose the third quarter. Something's spiritually broken. It's weird. It Very was weird. weird. And Chris Paul is usually the head of the snake, right? You'd imagine he's always barking, right? He didn't look. I'm telling you, like, even in the game where he fouled out, he was not complaining. He was not engaged at all. It didn't look like a physical injury. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was a spiritual injury. Spiritual injury. Mentally, something you don't know. Something, there was just something. But that's also just one guy. Yes, but I do wonder if that can bleed out. But Devin Booker is also amazing. He but played he like was, garbage trash did, did you see his whole reputation online? Like what was revealed that anytime he just dribbles near somebody, he's making a face like he's getting fouled. There's oh, like yeah. so many snapshots yeah. of no contact and him just like, ah! yeah. and it's like all right well now everyone has bad pr this is like this is a sinking ship it's so odd well it changes so instantly like three weeks ago it's like Mikhail bridges is Kawhi leonard 2.0 right he can be the best defender i can't believe the sun strat like found this guy so smart max amount yes like the fact that he's a role player on right now it's like and now, the, do they even give Mikhail Bridges like any money? He, he disappeared. Funny? He couldn't guard anybody. Recency it's bias. Like, what happened? Like four games ago, he was the best player, and now he's and like, then, should we even have this guy on our team? And eight and two, he played nineteen minutes, I believe. And then after the game, Monty Williams was asked, "Why did he only play nineteen minutes?" And he said, "It's like we're keeping that within the team." Yeah, it's internal. Internal. That's what he said. <laughs> and I was like, Monty, you're not usually so grumpy. Like, right. what did Aiton do or say? I thought there was like some sort of beef between them two. 
And like Aiton was great all year. He was like another like player. It's like right. the Suns are so good, and right. then they also have Aiton, and then they also have Bridges, right. and then they also have like right. it was just. Now I really like it threw off my it broke my compass. Like all I knew is that the Suns were great. Yes, that's the, all. See, I the knew. regular season told like told us lots of different storylines, but the one thing we all could agree on was like this is the best team in the NBA. Yes, like and one through twelve. Yes, the most rounded, perfect team. That's what right. changed? Yeah. what changed? <laughs> that's right, what changed? I, and they were up thirty in game like. Uh, was it five where they were talking right. so much shit? Yeah. And Luca's like, everybody's talking shit when they're up 30. I'm like, wow, Luca. That's, he was right. It's really cool of you to say that, but you're like, you're about to get eliminated. Yes. And Came he was back, not. Did not get eliminated. I, this could be the Dirk year for him. I mean, it is it is now 100% in play. Yeah, but it, Dirk's year was like when he was 31. Like, Luca, this is his fourth year. He's like True. 23 years old. It's not a Dirk year. It's like the beginning of his LeBron ascension. Terrifying, first yeah. and foremost. <laughs> when it was the Dirk year, did he beat the Lakers who were coming off a of back-to-back? Like, did he put you guys out? Yeah, the the Mavs swept the Lakers. I don't know if it was that year or the year after. Didn't you win back-to-backs before that? Uh, 2000, yes, it was 2009. Right. Yes, and then 2010. And then in 2011 is when, yes, the Mavericks swept the Lakers. Right. And then uh, Dirk continued on to win the championship. So there are parallels between, like, knocking off the former, like, best in your conference yes, from this, exactly. like, this one guy who's having this just, like, isolated, insane part of his career also yeah. tim hardaway jr they're he's not even playing right their second best player yeah it's not playing he was so <laughs> pumped on the sidelines he was like cheering he was so supportive and i was like part of he looks like he's pumped to not be playing yes he like he, he was just good like on him. this is so much more fun to not have the stress of playing yeah good on him indeed uh, um, is he out is he out for the playoffs like is there a world I, where he comes back i don't even remember what his injury was i don't know but they have jalen brunson now and jalen brunson is doing his job he is doing tim hardaway jr's job He's great. And Maxi Kleber, wrecking shots yesterday. With Dory Finney eye. and Smith is just like jacked. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm like, what an epiphany. Like, what a fun, <laughs> like, still, if I looked at the paper roster, I'd be like, I don't know, this is an eight seed? Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, man, they just crushed. They, they dominated. An all-time NBA performance. Also, like, they got rid of their coach last year, and everyone, like, we love Rick Carlisle, who they were replacing him with, fucking Jason Kidd. Like, yeah. this guy ruined the Nets. He ruined the Bucks. Whenever he leaves, the team gets better. Right. And I forgot that Jason Kidd was like a goat Mav. Yes. I like totally <laughs> forgot that that was like, he probably won rookie of the year there. He was I also imagine. a goat son and he just beat the Suns. Hey, that's interesting. Yeah. And also this is the uh, rematch of uh, Warriors Mavericks is the rematch of that like Baron Davis. Ooh, yeah. The Steven Jackson, one. the We Believe team. That's right. Zeus texted about that. That's now right. I understand. That's right. Yeah. Here's another fun fact that I just learned trying to find out what Tim Hardaway Jr.'s injury is. Mm. No matter what, a Michigan Wolverine will win an NBA title. There's one on every, all four teams? That's right. Can you name them? Almost definitely not. Let's go with Tim Hardaway Jr. to start. Correct. Also, Trey Burke, Burke is on that. Team. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, we move over to Golden State. Yep. A Michigan player there. Yep. You got someone? Yeah, he's a starter. Or not a starter, but he's been kicking butt and might be starting. Th- uh, Jordan Poole? That's right. Really? Jordan Poole is a Michigan Wolverine. And Draymond is Michigan State. That's I'm, correct. I'm not wrong. Miami has one. We talked about him earlier. Really? Yes. Bam didn't go there. He's he did a Kentucky not. boy. Um... Was it a guard? He's somebody who's not been playing that much recently. Is Duncan Robinson. That's right. Okay. I and don't usually know college players like this. Yes. This I gonna... did not know that this person was on the Celtics. I did not know that this person went to Michigan. So, so this is the hardest one. Let's say... Let's give any super fans four seconds to try to figure this out. Which Boston Celtic was on the Michigan Wolverine? And if you know the answer to this, come on down and host the show for us, because I had no idea. Nick Stauskas. 
Oh, yeah, I was I gonna say Juwan Howard. I don't know if he's still there. Maybe he's a G leaguer or something. Okay. But yeah, he went to uh, he went to Michigan as well. Sas- okay. Sas Castillo himself. There you go. Oh, the Shout best out nickname. to Michigan. <laughs> the best nickname. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow the Celtics, who just finished playing seemingly the hardest series yes. of basketball, yes, limping towards the finish line, barely surviving the Giannis Bucks, have to just. Take a flight to Miami today and yes. play the Heat, who are pretty nap. well rested. You better nap. <laughs> like, you better nap heavy. And I think the Heat are slight favorites, which mm-hmm. means like the Heat are slight favorites at home in game one, mm-hmm. which means the Celtics are favorite to win that series. Mm-hmm. I think if the Heat are going to win this series, mm-hmm. it's a must win. This is the game weak, one. Yes, this is the weakest the Celtics will be. And they might not get Marcus Smart. And they might not have Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart is literally limping into this game. With Miami, who's foot. favored at home. Right. Needs to win. And no Kyle Lowry. I don't uh, believe they have Kyle Lowry. Oh, Kyle Lowry is out. I believe so. That makes sense. Uh, the one thing Miami has going for him is that Jimmy Butler is kind of the man. He has been the man when He's it comes the to man. the playoffs. And they also have Oladipo just coming back. Just like a random extra statues. man if yeah. necessary. As if they were like hiding him the whole time and they're like unleash him for the playoffs. Why do you think Jimmy Butler doesn't get the man praise like Tatum ever like Tatum and Butler have similar numbers but everyone's so into Tatum and Butler's like yeah he's also averaging 27 and 9. Why really does cares. he not pursue any sort of media like uh but he does he's he like has in like that some cool, commercials yeah he's got that cool Michelob Ultra commercial where right. he's singing Hootie and the Blowfish right he's like got the coffee thing yeah he's got a cool attitude he has like the Tobias Harris they traded they kept Tobias Harris over me yeah I mean he's he's very easy to just like gravitate to yes he, he says he says sh- like he's, he's cool and so he's handsome he's hot and handsome yes like got hot. it all yeah. handsome is like an under <laughs> the guy is like He's awesome. hot face yes. man like yes. great face in addition to being jacked and really good at basketball amazing yeah. So why are why are people like you know not necessarily talking about him like he's a world beater? He never has on any team, has he? Like had that like uh, he's always been an all star and he's always had like basketball fans respect. Yeah. But like the casual fan or the casual just sports fan probably couldn't tell you who Jimmy Butler is. I think my theory is mm. no highlight plays. Hmm. Can you name a single highlight play? Like what he does is back people down and hit off the glass mid range. I'm thinking about this and I'm already. He doesn't intrigued. dunk and he doesn't shoot threes. Shoot threes. He, and when he does either of those things, he almost looks like a little surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a clamp defender. Clamp He's defender, a mid-range DeMar DeRozan. Yep. It's kind of the DeMar DeRozan effect. Yes, exactly. DeMar is another guy who's not necessarily that. Lives in the about. mid-range, doesn't do the two things that NBA fans find the most sexy. Mm-hmm. The only thing he has going for him is that hot, hot face. He's got a hot, hot face and a good personality. <laughs> that some. should be enough. That's usually enough. That should be enough. If the NBA not. was just a dating game, I feel like he would be a first-round draft pick every year. That's correct. Yeah. And he has got a great nickname, too, Jimmy Buckets. Great nickname. Great nickname. Jason Tatum doesn't have that. No. I don't understand why you guys hate Tatum and Brown. I don't hate Tatum and Brown. I hate the Celtics. But they wear Celtics jerseys, and you do root against them. Yes, I'd root against them as players on the Boston Celtics. So let me take the take it off you and put it on our friend Jesse for a second. Okay. It seems like he hates them. He hates Brown, or he hates the media reaction to Brown being so untouchable because he considers him overrated. Many years ago, he Correct. was untouchable. That's right. Right. For like the Anthony Davis trade or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you can't touch Tatum and Brown. You can't touch Tatum right. and Brown. Because I watched their post-game interviews yesterday, and I was like, these are some cool dudes. They are very cool dudes. They're like, they don't get too worked up. They don't, like, Jalen Brown was like speaking in a low register, just like still part of the process right now. I was like, yeah. this is the coolest reaction to just beating the NBA champions. Yeah. Like you're so understated and you're like, we meant to do it and we got more work to do. Yeah, good attitude. Yeah. Job's not finished. Yeah. So to me, it's like, these seem like some of the most universally easy guys to root for, except Uh, their fans are. 
Bless you. Unlike Marcus Smart. You don't think he's easy to root for? No, I think Marcus Smart is more hateable than those two because he's he's a flopper. He's loud. Yeah. He's like he's kind of like a Pat Bev trolley type. Yep. Yep. Apparently, he's very smart and very um, charitable, and he's a very good man. That's very nice to hear. Marcus Smart. I don't appreciate him sort of – I mean, I guess that's a larger issue is uh, we saw it a bunch yesterday. Like, when guarding a bigger player, if you fall down, yeah. it, it almost puts the, like, onus on the refs to, like, have to call a foul. Absolutely. So you're almost like, I don't want to be a flopper because that's considered a bad thing right. amongst my peers. Yes, of course. But I want to be – put my team in the best position to win. Yes. And if Giannis is bumping and in to my game chest. seven, it's like, I don't care what my peers think of me. I right. want the whistle. Yeah. So, so I get it, but that's, I think that's going to be a big conversation in the off season about like penalizing even, flopping more. How do you even judge that? Like, well, you yes, go to Giannis, replays constantly and it ruins the flow of the game. Right. But it also like Giannis, like when you're guarding a big guy, not even necessarily Giannis, it, there is a bumping to it, a bumping element. Well, of course. Anytime so, like, you go in the low block, it's contact. Yeah, like, exactly. That, that much is assumed. Right. So like if you just fell down every right. time you got hit, right. you would never play defense. Yeah. But and, but the refs have to be like, that was a foul versus that wasn't a foul. Like, how can they tell how much a person was hit? Well, they can't. And I think the player saying, I'm in such a disadvantage <laughs> guarding Giannis right now yeah. that I'm going to just try and, like, just get one over on the refs, which sucks, ultimately. It's, like, not the spirit of 90s basketball. It's the spirit of soccer today. Yes. And it's, like, it just, to me, it's, like, I get that guys want the whistles, but it ruins the flow. And when you ruin the flow, it's, like neither team really has an advantage in that moment. It's like sucks the, for everyone. The advantage is like when you're trying to get, like when Luca is going for a rebound against Chris Paul and then he, you know, there's contact because that's what happens when two people are going for the ball and mm-hmm. he flings his head back and he falls yeah. on the ground. Yeah. Okay, that's a foul on Chris Paul. Was it or did you just fall down? <laughs> so what is the adequate penalty for flopping? If they go to the replay and they want to see if you had a flagrant against you, right. turns out there was no contact <laughs> against you and you tried to initiate all this. It feels like at minimum, you now get a flagrant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for a flagrant lying. flop. A flagrant <laughs> for lying. Yes, yeah. minimum. Like yeah. I feel like you should almost get like a, some sort of like one point five penalty for what we were gonna say the other guy gets because like you ruined you, everything. If you fling your head back and the elbow didn't even hit your chin, correct? You should be. Penalized you should minimum. You get a flagrant flop. It's hard to say, but flagrant a flagrant flop, flop call. Yeah, it's like going through like a toll booth and you didn't have the meter. It's like you know what? We're just gonna have to charge you a little bit more. Yeah, you know, but, it's like you owe us more. But that's that's impossible to say. Like we we've never been elbowed in the head by like a guy like a Jason Tatum yesterday went up and his elbow hit. Who was it? Oh yeah, on the right side. I yeah. remember. Right, right, right. And he just like fell backwards, and they're like, "Was that a flagrant foul?" Right. So there at least was contact there. I'm saying it was closer to like the Giannis Marcus Smart moment where Marcus Smart was almost assuming contact was coming to his face and he just flung his whole body away Backwards, from it. Yeah. yeah, which then got the call on Giannis at first and then a series <laughs> of replays. And then at the end, they were like, nothing happened. Let's just start over again. <laughs> yeah. It was like, well, something should have happened. Yeah. One person got scared and lied. Also, he should be penalized. That's right. Also, we just wasted our one uh, one challenge. Exactly. So I hope that doesn't happen again. Exactly. There has to be some sort of retribution for like, I feel like flopping has been a big storyline. Like in this NBA playoffs where yeah. guys are just like diving to the floor and like looking to the ref like, is it mine? Even the Devin Booker right. where like he was laying Luka. down and then he looked up and he like pulled a Luka or whatever right. he said. Well, yeah, yeah. There's Players lay on the ground. Like after, if you go up for a shot and you get accidentally hit in the head, don't get up and walk to the free throw. No. Line. They won't review it. Correct. Lay down on the floor. Roll around. That's right. And be like, oh breath. my God, what happened? Yes. I think I was knocked out. Uh-huh. And now players are blatantly on camera lying about sucks. that. It's like sucks, right? <laughs> like that's the biggest complaint of like Premier League and all these huge soccer leagues is the flopping and the and the 
you know, it just becomes like you're pro athletes, like take a little contact. Yeah. And I know that I know that it happens on every team, but like when I watch the games, I think it happens more like right. Luca does it more and Chris Paul does it more right. and Marcus Smart does it more. And they do. Yeah. And I think they just do. And it's helpful for their team. So that they are not even incentivized not to do it. But like even with the change of rules with the foul calls and like the like those like non-shooting, like where it was like a non, non-natural shooting play, like how they pulled off like Harden suddenly lost all his free throws. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, like when you do that rip through. The layup. rip through or when you're dribbling and you just stop and the guy behind you just slams into you yeah, because Chris you Paul just Yeah, got one of those. Yeah. It's like they put attention in the offseason. Like Silver was like, we need to combat. This. That's an offensive foul. Yeah. Or like we shouldn't be rewarding these guys for having this like cheap little in between play. I feel like that's going to, this flopping thing is going to get the same attention. Right. There's also like the, I shot a three and some guy landed near me and they're like, and I'm like, was that even a foul? It looked like he just like, he, when the guy jumped up to shoot a three, he landed forward and right. landed in the different. Oh, the landing space. zone? Yeah. And they're like, that's a flagrant foul. I'm like, they didn't even touch. Yeah. Why is that a now a flagrant foul? That That's another shoe worse? bomb type thing where like somebody put a bomb <laughs> on their shoe once and now we have to stop at TSA. So Zaza actually Exactly. Did it. And now like every player who shoots a three gets a fucking four foot radius yes. cone of sanctity where you can't even be close to him. There need, we're, we're probably trending towards an NBA 2K way where every player will have some sort of like graphic ring below their feet in the oh, next five to 10 years. And you or can't least, even land in his zone. And like if the foot lands in the zone, it goes from like yellow to red. You know, and you better believe if you la- if you land and you tap on someone's shoe, you take a seat. That's right. Then the ref will notice. Know Your shoes deactivate, yes, and you exactly. can no you longer fall. walk. It's like that's what they practice: shoot a three, take a seat; shoot a three, take <laughs> a seat. That's right. You have to like practice the flop, otherwise you're not going to get it on a game day. Enjoy the NBA, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Miami needs to win Game One. Uh, then on the West, uh, I kind of like that it's alternating. I don't know if you saw this, but like. Tuesday is the East, Wednesday is the West, Thursday is the East, Friday is no, the West. No days off? Uh, I don't know. I only watched the first. I only looked at the first few. I do like that. I do like that. Solid alternating schedule. Dallas at Golden State. That seems like Golden State would be heavily favored, but Dallas seemingly doesn't need to win either of these games because they just did this to Phoenix. They Dallas got destroyed. Is... They were they looked dead in the water. People were like, is this a sweep or is this going to be a gentleman's sweep? Dallas is unknown territory we don't know what will happen it is completely like i have a i have a sense of what i expect to see in the miami basketball game i have no idea what golden state and didn't like luca roast golden state in the regular season i believe his numbers are like pretty high i don't know about the wins and losses but i know that he was like scoring 30 and you know putting up his massive lines and then they also lose big like they will they could win by 30 or they could lose by why is that I think they just are such a high variance. Like, we'll shoot 53s. Mm-hmm. If 22 of them go in, mm-hmm. we're going to win by 80. Right. If nine of them go in, we're, we're going to get destroyed, and then we just sort of give up. Like, mm-hmm. so much of it depends on their energy. So like, it's not a choice necessarily where, like, in the middle of the third, the coach is like, take a seat type thing. It's just, are the shots falling? It's half are the shots falling, and then half, like, once you're down by, like, 19, mm-hmm. they're just like, I oh, forget it. Are they a radical three-point shooting team? Like, do they shoot in, like, the highest, like, five teams of the league, like, volume of yeah, three-point shots? Because if it they do, like it, all this would be an interesting game. Ditch. Yeah. Like, there's just going to be shooters That's in what this their series. plan is. Yeah. It's Luka and then a bunch of six-foot-nine-inch shooters around him. Against and then also Golden Brunson. State. Yeah. Who is the greatest shooter of all time next to the greatest shooter of all time. Right. You next know? to Jordan Poole for some reason. Right. But that's what they're saying. Like, they're, the theory is that, like, Golden State can do that, but Luka will, quote, hunt... Um, Anybody on Golden State who's too small to guard him. Yeah, yeah. And that's correct. His defense was incredible. Lucas? Yeah, Luca. like all their hands, 
they had so much hand on ball. I could not believe how many like non calls were happening. Like, and how many would... times like did they penetrate and dish and like uh, a Maverick would just steal the ball from them? Yeah, like mid air, just just like sh- just strip it. Yeah, <laughs> and like most times, like it was like cross court passes that everybody knows you don't make in yeah. the NBA or in high school ball. Yeah, and it was just like stripped, stolen, and layup. <laughs> and it was like guys, guys. Why does no one? Why is no one mad? Right You're the now? best offense, by the way. Like they're not. They're not like a gimmicky offense where it's like let's just kill Harden and the rest mm. of the head falls. It's mm-hmm. like they could score in so many ways, right? And none of them worked. Are there any centers left in the playoffs? I I'm guess realizing Aiden was, but yeah, he's out. Bam uh, is the closest thing we have to like a traditional center at this point. Powell, if you play him, Kevon Looney, who by the way, I remember when he had like 26 rebounds in that closing? Yeah. Game. What does this say about the center position? Well, it, we sort of already saw the small ball getting rid of the five who can't shoot threes. Like right. Dwight Powell, you don't need to guard him from right. 18 feet. So like there's always going to be someone who can help off of him. And like Embiid is the, and Embiid and Jokic, you know, are probably the two. And they, they just couldn't, the center just couldn't do it. Well, their teams were pretty awful, but yeah, Fair. I think, I think Embiid or Jokic on either, any of these four teams would be pretty, a solid addition. I guess my question is, do you, you, you clearly, it's not even a question. It's just realizing you don't need a center. No. To, to be a successful NBA team right now. No, you not just in the don't playoffs. Need... It seems like in the regular season, it's like, all right, let's experiment. Let's mm-hmm. start Steven Adams, but maybe right. not close him. Right. Let's start um, mm-hmm. Dwight Powell, but maybe not close with him. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, we're in the playoffs. It's like, we're not playing Steven Adams. Right. Until yeah. John Morant goes down, then it's like, let's bring Steven Adams back. Sure. <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll win by even more points. And teams should figure, teams can like, plan with the other team like are you gonna play your slow five because then we can play ours like right. Looney can play if you're playing at right so just let based. us know yeah mm-hmm. exactly i uh, am a little higher on miami i think than you are about just like they can just win you think they could beat boston yeah i want to believe i think they boston can is so good i think that they are just like like boston i think they're a lot like boston yeah but the problem is with boston they have solid shooters around uh they're great like the tatum and browns of the world miami has like duncan robinson yeah, but he's not really playing. Right. He's playing more now Vincent that... Vincent uh, and Struess both start. Yeah. That's not, not ideal. That's not great. <laughs> that doesn't indicate good things for Dunk. Because I think with Lowry out and Oladipo like playing just off the bench, right. their starters are not... And Jimmy Butler doesn't even shoot threes either. And Bam doesn't shoot no, threes either. But when Jimmy does, they go in. Yeah, he should shoot more. Because every time he shoots them, he's like surprised that it went in. But I'm like, I'm just constantly seeing you surprised now. And at what point is it just like... It's just what you do. You hit clutch, crazy, like two seconds left on the shot clock threes. It's just what you do. He's not like a step back three-point shooter. No, he's not choosing to shoot or he's not taking you iso ball and shooting a three. But if necessary. Yeah. But yeah, I think we'll know if Miami wins game one, what that looks like. But they really do need to win game one. If Boston is like, like crawls to Miami and then still wins game one in Miami. Tough. That's going to be. Because the fans are getting there in the third quarter. Yes, exactly. So they have a good half to just try and get a big fat lead. Yeah, that's probably the least exciting home court advantage is the Heat Arena. Yeah. Miami fans don't seem to bring it or anything. <laughs> you just don't know what they, I know they do whiteouts and stuff. I don't mean to be shitting on them, but it's like, they don't have an identity as far as I'm No, concerned. it's not like playing in Boston, Golden State or Dallas. Right. Uh, did you know that Miami versus Boston was the Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble as well? Remember that? Wow. Yeah. Kemba was yeah. on Boston at that point. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Winner played the Lakers. And Jimmy got so tired. He that was so really, that was like watching like a 12 round fight, yeah. like watching like a boxer stumble around the ring, like during timeouts, really not know. Even by the time he got to the Lakers. What's that? Yeah. By the time he got to the Lakers, it was yeah. like the like game five or six or whatever it ended up being. But yeah. like, I just remember him like leaning on the scorer's table and I was like, that man has given it his all in this bubble. I wonder how it like compounds like that. Like if, 
Boston played game seven two days ago. Are they just going to get fatigued faster? Does there, are their muscles more sore? Like, I don't know what it's like to be a prime athlete who has to play yeah. a really tough game every 36 hours. And I also wonder what their conditioning, like in, in those moments in between, looks like. Because Giannis different. looked tired. So yeah. like, if Giannis is tired, then right. anything is possible. And it's also that like usage rate. Like that's a real thing of yeah. like, uh, you could play 30 minutes, but are you like making every decision mentally, physically? That, that shit are you is driving? Like, yeah. Driving and defending seems to be like the difficult part of Are you defending their best player? Yeah. You know, like those things just <laughs> in a playoff series are just so exhausting. And that'll be interesting. Everyone says chasing Steph is like the hardest thing you can do in the NBA. That's right. And for seven game series, like it clearly can't be Luca on Steph. It clearly can't be Steph on Luca. Yeah, it'll so, be like Finney Smith or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Or like Brunson. Brunson, yeah. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting how how these different like skill sets match up and who wins. But Miami kind of, to me, feels like just Boston too. We'll just see. But I think they're Boston light, unfortunately. We're, we will see. Yeah. <laughs> Die at Boston. Okay, what's your prediction? My prediction is... And or what do you hope to see in the finals? I hope to see... I would hope... I want My prediction is Miami mm-hmm. versus Golden State. Wow. Miami over Boston. Yeah. I'd like to see the exact opposite, however. Interesting. You I'd like to see, see Boston, Boston Dallas. versus Dallas. Wow, Luca versus Tatum. Yeah, there's something really generationally nice about that. Yeah. There's that moment in like the NFL where like a certain quarterback class is like in year four and now they all look like the like the budding next best quarterbacks. It's like clear. The Josh Allens of the world. Yeah. Exactly. Like that kind of class. There hasn't been a lot of his peers have fallen down, but to see Luca and Tatum up there now, yeah. it's like you want to see like Luca versus Trey at some point. Right. Like all those narratives that we've been spinning the next for so generation. long. Yeah, exactly. Take over. Especially because this year it felt like the old generation is slowly dying out. Like Durant looked like he lost a step. LeBron super, didn't even make it to the finals. Super so. old teams. Yeah. The super the, teams the were like the super old teams. That's I mean, right. Durant has been in the league for what, 16 years? He's the best player in the NBA, but... Right, but maybe not anymore. And maybe it's really hard to go 82 games, and now go through the playoffs. Yes. Some of these guys just might have less miles on their tires. That's right. And they should. Yeah. Uh, I want Dallas versus Miami 3.0. Remember, they played in like 06 and then again in 11. Yeah. This would be that yeah. third time. Yeah. But I fear it'll be the exact opposite. You fear I fear it'll, it'll be... be Golden State versus Boston. That is like... That's not a fun... That's funny. a classic... That's not good for That's me. like a classic boring... Uh, what am I rooting for there? You very little. I'm rooting for, yeah, I'm You're rooting, rooting for, for Golden Curry, State, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah. I'm rooting for Golden State, I guess. <laughs> that's like, no, that's no way to enter an NBA finals. Yeah, I guess. I'm rooting for this team, I guess. It is interesting that they like won in 2015 and now this is seven years later. They may go all the way down to like one of the worst records in the league and all the way back just on like a. Was their last win 2015? It couldn't be. No, no, that was their first, first win. win. That yeah. was like, right. they're here. And right. now it's like, usually like eight years after a finals, you're just like rebuilding. Yeah. They rebuilt for like three years in that run. And then they had back. like weird convenient, and convenient is obviously in quotes, but injuries. injuries. Yeah. And that like, like allowed right, them we'll to like Wiseman. rebuild. But now they're not even playing Wiseman. And they're going to be really, yeah, Wiseman, forget <laughs> him, like Kuminga. Yeah. And like Moses Moody is averaging 30 in the G League. <laughs> like they're just like, oh God, like this team, like. They're rebuilding and playing their old guys at the same time. They Dunkin' it. They Tim Duncan did. You <laughs> know, right. the Spurs won, then they had one bad year, got Duncan, and now we're the best for another decade. Roll it back. Run it's it back. the half rebuild. That's what a bunch of teams are trying right. to do. That's what the Blazers tried to do this year. Don't fully blow it up, but... You're right. right. Trade CJ, maybe get the number one pick. Right. And bring Dame back. And now New Orleans is going to be really good. Yes. Well, uh, I don't even want to think about next year yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of worried about the Clippers, too. Oh, this is just doomsday scenario. 
this is all the goodwill from the bubble is slowly starting to dissipate. All the goodwill from the yeah, bubble. That's what does like that mean? The, the high that I was feeling from the Lakers bubble. It's like, <laughs> this is it. There's a pandemic happening, but the Lakers did championship. We got like AD and LeBron for the next four years. Right. Like sand is this it? Would pouring you say, through my hands. Is this it? Like, this can you not of- reference like at like can you enter next season uh, not feeling confident or being like we're in a tough spot or are you like listen we won the championship three years ago like yeah, I think when does the shine officially come off of that and say. Yeah, I've heard it's like five years, but okay. I think that's like for a team like Toronto where it's like, God, who this has is our won first one? championship. Yeah, let's, let's like ride, ride the wave for a while. Yeah. Or like the Eagles Super Bowl. It's like right. you can't get mad because we won a Super Bowl. Right. I think I can be mad again. Mad? Yeah. If Russell Westbrook is still on the team, I think I could be mad again. Who? Do, where do we uh, point our vitriol? Will it be uh, at Polinka at that point? Yeah, it would be at... Um, yeah, what's your like rank? Like what? how do you... Who am I most angry at? Uh, I just mean like, yeah, who do you blame first and... Yeah, second. The GM is that Rob Polinka or LeBron James at this point? Good They're dick. both in charge of making the roster. Whoever's in charge of making the roster on the business card, it's Polinka. Yeah, but then it's like you know, you go to the owner. Who, did, who uh-huh. the owner chose the GM? Right. How high up does this go? What's I didn't up? see winning time, so I can't blame Jerry Buss. But maybe it's a genie issue. Maybe it's a Rob issue. Yeah. Ben is friends with Adam McKay. Should we ask about him? Well, I was just like, I'm walking a tightrope right here. You yeah. want me to tell you why I don't like the show? Your buddy made it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, maybe we'll do it off air. Let's talk offline about what I didn't I like. like about. I know you like that man a whole lot, and I don't want to be saying the wrong thing. Yeah, but I have heard that the show gets better with time. So have I. Yeah. So I guess we'll put our faith in that. Will we watch it? TBD. Yeah. Maybe in August we'll do a, a winning time rewatch. Oh, podcast. yeah. <laughs> but it's hyper relevant. Mm-hmm. Right. There's nothing else to discuss. Okay. I guess we'll watch our games. By the way, we hit our under of, uh, it was supposed to be Thursday, mm-hmm. our next Buckets episode. Yes. We also um, asked the listeners, we said, hey, if you just tweeted us and say, do another episode, I want another episode, it might work. Did we I, get four? We had way more than four. I this was. I woke up this morning and I was like, holy shit, there's like seven more people being like, can wow. we get Buckets today? Wow. And we gave them that. Okay, good. So and your voices have been heard. And it is good timing because there's this day off between the last round and the next round. Right. We're usually like, putting out the episode in the second quarter of the game right, that everyone's exactly. already watching. Yes. So we might have actually found a sweet spot. These are This is not evergreen content. Folks. No, no. This is topical and timely. <laughs> it expires instantly. <laughs> this is the smoothie of podcasts. If you don't have it within like 18 minutes. <laughs> it's why have it at all? Yeah, don't keep it in the fridge. Pour the podcast down the drain. Start a new smoothie. It's not happening. Uh, all right, cool. Ben, where can people listen to more of you? Oh, he left ben, 18 long minutes gone. ago. Yeah, long gone. Uh, Billy, where can people hear you more? Uh, no joke. Website, billyscafuri.me. Cool. Buckets. Huge. Huge of true. I checked. There is a game every other day. Love that. It's great. Love good scheduling. <laughs> Love me some good scheduling. That's just a solid schedule. Can we get six, seven games? Will these? Do you think that these will both go at least six games? Yes. That's yes, good. I certainly do. Yeah. If there was one, I know we're trying to get out of here, but if there was one series that you thought could be a sweep or a five-game series, which of the two would it be? Sadly, Boston. Really? Boston is good. You think they would just smoke just Miami? Good. I think they're very You good. might meet Miami this series. I would you love. You might meet Miami. I would love that. Okay. I would, I've been wrong before. Mm-hmm. See Phoenix and Dallas. Yes. I would love to be wrong again. Uh, so hopefully Miami proves me quote-unquote wrong, even though I'm pulling for you. Yep. Come on, Jimmy Butler. Go you got this. Go Buckets. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon enough, I'm sure. Bye, everybody. Bye. That was a HeadGum Original.